Hey, it's Russ Payne with Role Playing Public Radio. This is RPPR After Hours, episode 87, uh, with the Cinnabar 3rd Edition character creation. Uh, as we have uh, in our previous episode, of course, uh, skimmed the uh, the new Player's Handbook, Adventurer's Guide 1, sorry, Ultimate Adventurer's Guide 1. We've borne witness to it, I think? Yeah. 87, yeah. huh? Yeah. It's been 87 episodes of this show. Yep. 87. And we're here. I mean, it's full it's full circle. I mean, like it's it, it was inevitable. I mean, this only came out last year, remember? Like yeah. this came out very Man. recently. It was I'm incredible. really feeling I'm really feeling the eternal part of Nietzsche's eternal recurrence right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oof. Uh so with us for this episode, uh we have Noah Thad and Baz. Uh Noah, uh would you uh has what's been going on in your your podcasting? uh journey uh lately uh so um depending on when this you're you're listening to this uh a a new or you know a perfectly good old episode of thinking too hard about anime is available to you on wherever you get your podcasts um aaron and i my co-host aaron shelton uh we just finished paranoia agent look out for that our second half we broke it up into two halves we are looking to record Paprika sometime soon and getting that out to you in November. Keep an eye out for that or an ear out for that rather. Nice. Uh, and, and Baz, uh, how, how goes the world of streaming? Oh, you know, <clears throat> wonderful. Uh, fair, <clears throat> fair pay rates from Twitch. Everything's perfect. <laughs> oh, well, have you, uh, uh, you, you've recently <laughs> decided to focus on dead by daylight, right? Yeah, I might. <clears throat> I'm pretty much a dead by daylight streamer at this point. Yeah, that's yeah. what I do. Yeah. You getting uh, that fat 70, 30, huh? Yeah. Dude, yeah, not even. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 fun. it's bad. Um, <laughs> but <clears throat> yeah, my channel is, uh, growing very, very rapidly as of late. Um, right. yeah, cool. playing a lot of dead by daylight. Apparently that's what people like to watch. Yeah. It's a very watchable game. I mean, it's the month for it, you know. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun to play. So, I mean, if anyone yeah. likes to play Dead by Daylight, we do a lot of the community day stuff. So, come on through the channel. Yeah, come say uh, hello. Yeah, join the Wolf Pack. Right? The Wolf uh, Pack. The Wolf oh. Pack. Join. Oh, oh, oh. Uh, and Thad, do you have anything? Just I mean, I, I ran that fist game for you the other day. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, that'll be coming out in RPPR. Uh, a very entertaining. Uh, game uh, a fist uh, very uh, very uh, uh, I, I find my skills rather sketchy but you all seem to, to at least uh, it, you 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 convincingly lied to me that you enjoyed the game uh, yeah it's called uh, knee deep and so I don't know when that'll be posted um, but it will be posted uh, that sounds like yeah. is it a doom uh yeah as we mentioned you know in the previous episode we're we're, for this episode we're going to focus on character creation we're actually going to like not just skim the book and look at whatever random parts amuse us but actually try and follow (laughs) the guidance that this book provides uh to make our own adventurers to uh journey in the world ship uh, but before we start following the eight-step process to make a character, <laughs> the eightfold uh, path, the eightfold <laughs> oh, path. God. Uh, I, I kind of want to just go around and uh, you know, I guess talk about like your uh, typical approach to making characters in RPGs. Um, 
And uh, if you're going to have a different approach, then like what your approach for Cinnabar is going to be, if it's going to be the same, it's going to be a little different. Um, like uh, Thad, what do you usually do when you when you're uh, making a character? For I mean, it, practically it varies, but uh, I think that if I were to boil it down to something abstract, uh, I would mm-hmm. say I approach characters about the same way that I approach trying to do a new weird voice, which is I look for the hinge that gets me like into what I want to do. Like I, I, I try and find something I can get momentum off of, whether it's like a class that speaks to me or or an ability or even just like this is the personality. And from there, I can be like, what kind, like if I want to be that kind of person, what would be the most fun or the most interesting like thing to be to do that? So uh, to me, it's a lot of like just trying to find like a, a thing to build momentum off of. Uh, mm-hmm. Like for like, I mean, going back to like the, the one of the first games that I, I played with you was uh, the Heroes of New Arcadia. It's like, I want to be, uh, a socially awkward super scientist who accidentally killed himself like that <laughs> that was an idea i had immediately and then had to be like okay i have no idea how the building superpowers works so we'll go from there but I, i'm very like character oriented is in in my approach generally mm-hmm. and um how is your is that the approach you're going to uh do with cinnabar today do you have a hook in mind uh, or something <sighs> to give you momentum Honestly, all I have is is the character name that I, I uh, that that occurred to me uh, mere minutes ago as as mm-hmm. we were uh, were sitting in the green room, as it were. And uh, all I know about this character is that their name will be Corvid McNaughton. <laughs> Corvid McNaughton. Okay, <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Uh, I hope it is not like one of the bird species. I hope it is definitely nothing to do with the Corvid at all. Um, yeah. yeah. Who, who can uh, say? Who can say? Um, so, yeah, Noah, what do you usually, uh, what, what's your philosophy? Um, I'm, I'm kind of, I think I'm like a, a 50-50, like, kind of character, personality concept, and then mm-hmm. how much utility they will bring to the group. And obviously that's going to kind of depend on the kind of game that is being played. Oh, sure, yeah. Because if it's going to be like you know a big long campaign or something like that, it's going to be you know I want to have some utility to a degree. You don't um, want to cause problems on purpose. I don't want to be like. <laughs> I, I do want to cause problems on purpose, <laughs> but not because I am absolutely terrible at like everything I do. Right, and, right, right. Uh, I kind of want that to come more from like just general role playing rather mm-hmm. than mechanics for the most part but mm-hmm. you know if i'm playing like a one shot you know like your delta greens or whatever you you go that that real weighted array there <laughs> to make yourself yeah. like either super smart or super shooty or something like that and that's all you get because it's a one shot you're you're a 2d character there to die in delta yeah. green's case but <laughs> it's true um i i have my stack of pre-rolled fbi agents yes yes there's that huge out. list of like 900 yeah. characters that... a fistful of feds yeah, yes yeah. <laughs> um but yeah, yeah. That, that's kind of my 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 go-to i will try to like you know especially if it's like a a, a scenario or rather a um a world a, a setting that i'm familiar with that's mm-hmm. when i really kind of get kind of weird with my characters if i'm real familiar with like the setting and stuff like that and i know how to like 
I have some system mastery as opposed to just like, you know, something I'm kind of getting introduced into that kind of deal. I will try to try to go a little bit more wild on those sides or be kind of like a, a, a weirder or more character forward than say just pure mechanics. Mm hmm. I, I am the kind of player that it usually takes me a little time to kind of get into character too. So after like the first few sessions, that's when I kind of come out of yeah. my shell as a as a player. Even you know, even if it's something a group I've been playing with for a while, you still kind of have to kind of find out like, hey, what is this character going to be? That kind of deal. Yeah. That's that's kind of where I'm at. Okay, yeah. Um, and is that the approach you're taking with Cinnabar today? Um. <laughs> I know what I want to do. Uh-huh. I'm not sure if the system is going to allow me to do it. Well, it'll it'll help you at least part way because I, I kind of have an idea of what you're going for. Okay, uh, okay. I have a hint. I have a I have a theory. I, I uh, feel like if anybody here knows yeah. what I'm about, <laughs> they know what character I'm going for from yeah. the moment we 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 pressed record today. So. Hmm. Um, so yeah, Baz, uh, when you're making characters, usually what, what, what is your approach? It, it differs by genre. Mm-hmm. Um, I think most people can, can kind of relate with that. Um, like fantasy games. I mean, but at the same time, it doesn't because I try to go, I try to play the same, I like playing the same kind of concept in any game I play. And I, I, I prefer to run more of a roguish scoundrel character. Mm-hmm. So I try to find a way to work that into whatever system I'm being forced to play. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sorry, just that phrasing. Choice of words. Uh, <laughs> whatever system Ross has shanghaied yeah. us into taking part in. But, yeah, I like playing. I like playing roguish characters. Characters that are that fit that kind of style. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I know. I know what you mean. I mean, oftentimes I I pick characters. Uh, well, I mean, I, I kind of like I, I I definitely have a type that I prefer uh, to someone I, who makes mistakes and is regretting them. Uh, I, su- I suppose uh, also morally ambiguous characters are kind of the ones I like to play the most. Mm, OK, so ones that not m- m- the one that isn't the good guys that is surrounded by people who are playing good guys. Mm-hmm. I like yeah. I like I like being that person. Is that uh, your approach for Cinnabar today? Boy, Ross, I have no fucking idea. <laughs> I'm looking at this right now, and like, it just—I don't know where to begin. Am I going to yeah. be a Heska Batman or a Heska or a, a Halia Halia Athian mm-hmm. or a Hadrian? So many choices. Yeah, that's do not I, even like guild and uh, uh, cybernetics. And do I have an Autolista? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe I have Black Manta leather. Yeah, uh, there, there's so many choices. Uh, that we will have to sort of uh, figure out. Uh, I, and yeah, uh, me personally, um, I often, yeah, I, I have a type two of the the person who has made problem has done dumb things and is regretting them and is trying to fix them. Um, also, a lot of times I will make the uh, character that is the glue to keep the party together and keep the plot going. Like, come on, let's let's all do this. Uh, uh, I often, you know, build characters for utility. Uh, for the game, especially depending on the system, systems that are more tactical and require, you know, synergy and teamwork and stuff like that. Like I will a hundred percent take what, I, that's why I like the warlord class so much in fourth ed D and D was because I could do that without, you know, having to be a cleric because the cleric is boring. Um, <laughs> at least to me. Um, but yeah, so, uh, but on the other hand, systems that allow random character creation, 
Oh boy, those are. <laughs> uh, sometimes you want the dice to guide your character creations, and then sort of like role play your way out of it. Look, uh, I I yeah. respect uh, I respect you guys like doing the random rolls for fist characters, but actually, was yours random or was yours? Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Oh yeah, wow. I, okay. Yeah, yeah, I used uh, the random care uh, the the dice bot on the RPPR server, and I got like yeah the two numbers. They're gonna flight and teleport. It's like, well, I'm a very mobile person. Um, so I respect yeah. that, but like if I see something in a skill list that I'm like, no, that is for me. I, I will I will throw randomness out the window and jump uh, jump for it. Oh yeah, no. If it had something like you have architectural horror powers, however that's defined, be like, well, obviously I have to choose that. It's like you're an Uzumaki. It's like, well, yeah, I got to do that. Um, but it didn't, so I was like, yeah, I'm free. I'm yeah. I uh, uh, if it was like be a be a Godzilla, I'd be like, well, yeah. Uh, now I'm just now I'm thinking like ar- architectural horror powers. Now I kind of want to have like a an Eldritch Masons union, but like literal Masons, not secret society Masons. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was thinking like you know I and I uh, do one d twenty damage of uh uh then and now you're in the back rooms. I don't know. Uh, yeah, I got to workshop it a bit. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so now that we've all kind of got an idea, you know, thinking about character creation in general, uh, the, uh, chapter four character creation page 28, I learn, I plan and make choices that become actions. I accept what fate brings and adapt to overcome, uh, though all odds may be against me. The league of extraordinary adventurers mantra. So, uh, yeah, say that three times fast. Um, that that Wait, is how it starts. Where is yeah. that? The top of page twenty-eight, underneath uh, character creation. It's literally like the first thing after. Yeah, it's it's got an epigraph. Yeah, the title. Uh huh. Yeah. I accept what fate and attack to overcome. The... What is this? Pull yourself up by your character creation bootstraps. Bullshit is this? Yeah, it's I... uh, it, it's the advent. It's the adventurers guild lord's prayer. Like I that. know yeah. now <laughs> that the consequent the the circumstances of one's birth is not what is important. <laughs> um. So yeah, let's just do a brief overview of the eight steps of character creation. Then, we, then we can get started in the nitty-gritty. first is give yourself up to a higher power. Um, yeah, uh, <laughs> that's true. You have to admit um, that you're no longer in control. <laughs> yeah, we are. I think that that is very clear at this point. Uh, so, uh, step one, you you start a certain number of stats. Then, from two hundred merit, uh, which is, I guess, their point building thing, uh, you must purchase a race and list the bonuses. So it's like awesome. Purchase a race. Uh, don't want to rephrase that, Raven. Great, thanks. No, no, it's um, fine. Fine. Uh, any of the remaining two hundred merit after or you you purchase a race in step two can be spent on guild spells, ability, cybernetic specialty skills, or general abilities. So uh, you do not spend any of this two hundred merit on general skills or combat stats themselves ever. Uh, so ever? <laughs> apparently not. Uh, in step three, you allocate, uh, you get a new pool of merit, 50 merit for general skills only. Uh, then in step four, allocate another 50 merit to the recalculated combat stats only. Uh, then in step five, you derive a bunch of stats, you know, calculate max lifting, blah, 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 boring stuff. Step six, you get to choose your aura, astrological sign and religion. And then step seven, you purchase provisions with starting money. Uh, and then step eight, you determine character name, physical appearance. So um, those are the steps we will be doing, and those will be uh, uh, our journey. So we 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 should get into it. 
Hi, this is Ross Payton, and this was a preview of our latest After Hours episode. I hope you enjoyed it. This is the second part of our Cinnabar miniseries, and the weirdness is only escalating. If you want to hear the full episode, join the RPPR Patreon today. For only $2 a month, you get access to the After Hours podcast, RPPR Illustrated, and our Discord server. We have weekly Discord events and a great and active community. If you join at the $5 level, you get early access to our actual play episodes, remastered classic actual play episodes, and at $10, you can join online games run by me. Your support also means you keep RPPR running, which obviously means a lot. And again, thank you for listening and thank you for helping RPPR. <laughs>